You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's go round the league with a great friend of the program, Willie Colon, the former Steelers offensive lineman. Willie, always a pleasure. I need to start with a media question. What's the bigger thrill for you, filling in for Mike and Mike on ESPN Radio or working with me, filling in for Cordell on the NFL on TuneIn? Uh, you guys are the genesis of Willie Cologne, so I always have a pleasure uh, anytime I jump on with you guys, man. I hope all is well with you, brothers. Wow, genesis. It's a big word Wednesday as well. You must be working for ESPN. Yeah, he's working with Mike <laughs> and Mike. That's what happens. You come up with real big words. Big, big yeah. words. Willie, you, you've had the opportunity to be a part of uh, the Steelers organization, the Jets organization. The Steelers are going in the right direction. Um, that's who they are. Um, it's run by a, a family that's all football. Uh, but the Jets, they're struggling. Um, tell me when you see a, a player like Christian Hackenberg, who was drafted in the second round last year, not get any reps in the preseason last season, nor got an opportunity to get on the, rec- on the, on the field in the regular season. But right now he's been bumped down to the third uh, position as a quarterback on this team. What does that say about the Jets? And most importantly, what do you think about Christian Hackenberg as a quarterback for the Jets? When he got drafted, nobody was happy. I mean, you don't draft a quarterback that high who wasn't, you know, on a lot of scouts' radar, wasn't supposed to even be there. So it, they took a risk and they took a shot. And he's he's going through his rookie woes, and especially when you realize that the Jets haven't had a franchise quarterback since, I don't know, you want to say Tester Verde. So people are, are upset because, listen, you're paying all these – you're paying for tickets, you're paying for the food, you're paying for the parking, you, you want to see a good product on the field. And the fans aren't getting it here in New York, especially if you're a Jets fan. So people are frustrated, but I've seen him throw a couple times. Cordell, you've been around in those training camps. He looks like a rookie, bottom line. I mean, there's no there's no way of coding it. Um, he'll give you three good balls, and, and then you won't see him for the next the next three. I mean, he's just he's, in, he's inconsistent, and he is where he exactly needs to be. The problem is the Jets have such a sense of urgency in that position that, you know, they – they're kind of just stuck with the McCown and Petty situation until Hackenberg gets his stuff together. Taking you around the league with Willie Colon. Willie, let's stick inside the AFC East. Jay Cutler joking he doesn't have to be in great shape because he's a quarterback. How smooth do you think the transition is going to be for Cutler, considering that, in fairness, he did play well for Adam Gase in Chicago a couple of years ago, and now they're reunited in Miami? Well, all reports yesterday uh, when he got on the field, he lit it up. Uh, he, he looked great, his arm uh, is one of the best in the league. You know, listen, what you saw at the press conference, that's Jay Cutler. He's he's a guy who, you know, from a body language standpoint, is it what you want? Um, he's not going to give you, you know, he's not going to give you that kind of Tom Brady, that Ben Roethlisberger charm. That's not who he is. Um, but he's a serviceable quarterback, and he gives, uh, he's going to give the Miami Dolphins a chance to win. Now, will he be successful? I mean, that's a team That's a team decision. They all guys have to rally, and he's going to have to step his game up. But from what I, I've also heard, rumors of possible getting Calvin Johnson uh, out of retirement, so that can help. So uh, we'll see. I mean, but overall, they went with Jay Cutler because of the Gates relationship, and, uh, you know, it makes sense to a, certain, to a certain degree. Willie, let's go with one of the more controversial conversations that's been going on around the National Football League that – that that involves Jay Cutler, but most importantly, um, importantly involves Colin Kaepernick. Uh, you saw my social media because I saw you respond. You was like, "Whoa!" and you hit him with what? a laugh out loud because of all the backlash of of just basically saying now that he's gone from kneeling to saying he wants to stand for the national anthem. That now changed the narrative to an extent. Not saying that he's changing his place in his position. 
but to many in the National Football League, somewhat changed this narrative just a little bit. Give me your take on how they can give Jay Cutler $10 million bucks for one year, knowing he was with Adam Gaze, but he was prepared right. to go in the booth. But Colin Kaepernick, coming off of a season last year in a short time he had a chance to play, going 16 touchdowns, four interceptions, and he not getting an opportunity to be a quarterback in the game. Give me your take on, is he going to play, uh, and why isn't he uh, actually on someone's roster right now? I mean, Cordell, let's be honest. Uh, at this point, it's ridiculous that he doesn't have a job. You don't bring him into Seattle, uh, let him leave that building, and then hire Austin Davis, who hasn't played in two years. Uh, you, you don't – there's a hundred – Herm Edwards said it best. There's a hundred quarterbacks in the league playing right now, and he's not one of them. There's a lot of bad quarterbacks with jobs. At this point, whether you respect his stance or not, um, if you just put that aside and you just strictly stand up for football and you're being logical about football – this man should be in the helmet. And you can't tell me if he didn't take the stance that he wouldn't have a job by now. He probably would have been picked up in April and it would have been done. The fact that he did take the stance and that he has stepped up and, and spoken about in what I what played my computer uh, community, I know it played your community growing up, I mean, it's it's, it's wrong. And I, I don't know how you can anybody can sugarcoat it any more than that. Um I'm, I'm, I'm at this point, you know, we've kind of peeled the onion on this thing. We've heard a million excuses. Well, you know, he shouldn't use the platform. Well, you know, I watch the Oscars and I watch a lot of war shows. Actors use their, use that platform to talk about social issues. Well, he's not good, a court, a good enough quarterback. I know he's, he, I know he's better than Matt Barkley. I know he's better than Austin Davis. And I know he's better than uh, whoever else that's backing up. So there's, we keep throwing, we keep throwing excuses out there. Now we're getting to the core of it. And I've, and I've said this time after time. We cannot I, – I challenge everybody that wants to talk about Kaepernick, close their eyes and open their ears and open their hearts, and you'll get a better response, and you may have an understanding of what he came from. Not everybody's going to understand the issue. Not everybody comes from the same community that I came from. I'm from the South Bronx, New York. Um, I know you're from down south, Cordell. You've seen yeah. it. You've been around it. So have I. Uh, to me, there's nothing to talk about rather than just getting them in cleats, and you cannot – make this a, you cannot live on the brand of being a league of second chances, but yet don't give Calvin Kaepernick a job. And I refuse to ever uh, talk about him in the format of him making a mistake. He never made a mistake. Uh, and I don't believe in the, the word second chance because he never, he never committed a crime. There's other guys. And Cordell, you play with guys. Let's be honest. You play guys with criminal records or who, who yeah. aren't good people, but because it's in the, it's in the dark, so to speak, they go, to, they go around day to day and it's okay. So I, I think it's at this point. This will forever haunt the NFL. This is not going away. It won't go away. Um, and I, even if Kaepernick does get in a get in a uniform and his feet are in, his feet are in cleats, this will forever be talked about about the way they handle the situation. So uh, I'm from the school, Cordell. You said in training room meetings, and there's always a video that comes out that talks about hey, protecting the shield, uh, protect the brand, protect the name on your jersey. Well, where's the shield for Colin Kaepernick right now? It, it, nobody's talking up, and it, and it and it's sad because it's really on the players. It's for the players to speak up about what's going on. And so I'm I'm proud of Richard. I mean Richard Sherman. I'm proud of Doug Baldwin. I'm proud of Malcolm Jenkins for kind of pushing this thing and saying enough is enough. It's, it, it's total BS. This man deserves a job. Well said, and you're echoing many of the sentiments we've articulated on this show. Super Bowl champion Willie Colon is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Let's take you to Pittsburgh. You and Cordell know the Steeler organization. So other than expressing his frustration over the franchise tag, Willie, do you think Le'Veon Bell is going to achieve anything by continuing to stay away from the Steelers' camp? No, that's just not the Steeler way, man. I mean, I've... 
Corey Davis will talk about it probably just as well as I can. It's they they you're never going to move their pockets. You're never going to force their hand. That's just not how they operate. I mean, they let go of San Antonio Holmes after you brought him home in Super Bowl and he got MVP. Uh, and Valley was from you know some for disciplinary reasons, but overall, you know they're they kind of have a knack for letting guys go uh, and and making hay with what they got, and then somehow those guys become superstars. So. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, he's a special talent. Uh, what he's able to do in a slot, uh, what he's able to do behind you know, the line of scrimmage, uh, he's a unique talent because his rhythm and his cadence with that offensive line go hand in hand. Um, will he get paid? I mean, he's due to make 12 mil uh, after that. I don't know. So I, I wouldn't be surprised the Steelers just say, hey, you can do what you want, but you know how this works. You know, you can sit out, but you will be fine. And I think the fine. I'm not sure you can help me out with this, Brian. I think it's forty thousand uh, if he doesn't report on time, right? Or get to the get to the uh, beginning of the season. So, uh, you know, Le'Veon can hold out all he's want, but he has to be ready for the for the circumstances, so to speak. So, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. But the, but I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, listen, they have enough to make it. Uh, but there's going to be a time, especially when this when it starts getting cold and teams are starting fighting for position, they're going to need that their top gun on the field, and so. It, what happens? Uh, it's going to be something to watch out for. Is this why the New England Patriots is such a great organization when it comes to getting those issues resolved? Uh, it be done somewhat their way, but when it comes down to being done their way, you know the end result will be one or two things. You're going to make it to a championship of some sort, whether it's AFC or in it or AFC championship or the Super Bowl. Is this why this sure. organization don't have all the, and I don't want to call it riff because you don't want to disrespect the guys for taking advantage of, of a side of the, uh, of this game that we all don't like, which is the business side. But is this right. why this organization is so special to the point where guys are taken care of, but most importantly in the end, it's all about winning championships. Cause that's really what we've talked about since kids. Yeah. I think what makes the Patriots special um, is the fact that they, they have a mold uh, very much like, the Steelers and the Giants and, and and the Seahawks, they know who their guy is. They know what they're looking at. They don't have to they don't have to go around looking for a Patriot. They know what it looks like as soon as they lay eyes on them. So that's a remedy, uh, a recipe for a championship outfit. Belichick does not waste time. He doesn't deal with egos. And listen, he's the general, and everything goes according to what he says. And they have a great security blanket in Tom Bla- um, Tom Brady because Tom is the best in the league. So. They they don't worry about having superstars. They just worry about having football players, and that's different from other organizations. Some teams need superstars to sell tickets or to have an impact player. They have one impact player, and that's Tom Brady, and that's all they need. So that's a luxury for them. But the Patriots and Belichick, I mean, as long as they're together, they're, they're always going to have a, a shot. Willie, always a pleasure. We appreciate the insights. Thrilled to hear you on ESPN Radio. The next time I see you filling in for Mike and Mike, I want to hear you say the word Genesis on national TV, right? That's a big one, baby. (laughs) I got you guys. I'm glad you guys are doing well. Thank you, Willie, because that's my act, my man. I do the big (laughs) words, and what do they get me? Working with Cordell five days That's a week. That's all he needs. Hey, I mean, after going to Stanford and USC, man, he gets to work out with me. How about that, Willie? Keep it going, Willie. We'll chat with you soon. Appreciate it. All right, Cordell. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.